Hello, welcome back to the Three Wins Podcast. I'm your host, Russ Clemmer, president of Legacy Advisory Partners. And I'm my colleague, Matt Joins, here with me again today. We've got a special conversation to have with you just to give you some good ideas for specifically today, pre-tax, tax-deferred retirement savings opportunities. Now, before you say, oh, I don't, that's boring, I don't want to listen to that, this is for a specific group of people that have opportunities to do far and above the 401k limit. And if anybody's out there listening from a, an attorney, real estate agent, anybody that has that solopreneur, solo operator kind of background, you have awesome opportunities to save uh, well and above a 401k limit. And so we're going to walk you through that today and give you some ideas on how to be prepared for retirement readiness. Now we don't necessarily believe in retirement, right? That's a, that's a, some magic number that the IRS put together uh, when they started putting these pre-tax tax deferred opportunities together for people. So you, you, you want to go for financial independence. You want to be you know considering the idea of how do I get ready to work because I want to, not because I have to. And this is just one of those tools. If you like investing in real estate, Go invest in real estate. If you like investing in other things, that's fine. But if you're looking for a pre-tax, tax-deferred opportunity, and you are in a position as a quote-unquote business owner, you receive a K-1 on your taxes, you're 1099, you receive a K-1, whatever that looks like for you, then you really ought to listen. So thanks, Matt, for being on the show. And we look forward to walking through this together. Yeah, let's let's be honest. It's a giant tax deduction. It's a way to shelter some more income. It's always nice to max out your 401k, but those limits really aren't that much. So once you hit that threshold, you maybe have looked at a profit sharing that can go a little bit higher. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're making big bucks, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, 400,000 plus, it's not that meaningful as far as retirement planning goes. And if you're in one of these occupations, doctor's office, you're kind of on your own as a solo owner, you're probably not putting that much money away. It's not making the dent that you hope it will. So that's what we want to talk to you about today. And a couple examples. So got a slide here that will be on the screen for you right now. And what we want to look at is just how your age impacts what you're able to save. So the older you are, the closer to retirement, these are all age weighted. So you get to save more as you get older. And there's an actuary behind the scenes. It's a little complex as far as it coming up with the calculations, but here's some examples that we want to go through. And this makes the most sense really for anybody. I shouldn't say it makes the most sense for any one particular person. The earlier you start, the more you can put away, the more compound interest you're gonna have. But if you're a little bit older, you're closer to retirement, you know you can play catch up by putting in higher amounts and getting bigger tax deductions. So looking at the screen here, let's start with somebody that's age 40. So they're an entrepreneur, they're They've a business owner, they've got some, they've got a successful business and they're just getting killed with taxes. Well, you might have a 401k, you may not, you might be out on your own. It's 
an option to add on when you have more people, this gets a little bit more complicated and kind of the magic number that we're looking at is 10 rank and file employees per one owner. So if you're in business by yourself, it's real simple, you know, go straight down the line. If you've got a couple of admins that you're working with, but it's you and let's say five people, these numbers make a lot of sense because what you have to do is you also have to put something away for those people. And then it's a matter of, okay, what is that going to cost me? Now, there's nothing wrong with giving your people some benefit, but there's always a, there's always a trade-off and we've got to figure out what is it that we want to put away for ourselves and what is that going to cost us? So 10 rank and file to one owner is kind of that magic number. Above that, we can take a look at it. If you're older, it might make sense. It that also depends on the demographics of your company. If they're older, again, they're going to get more benefit as well. So it's one of those things, and this is something we're happy to take a look at. So if you've got questions, obviously reach out and we can do a customized scenario for you. So if you're 40, right, let's just kind of think in, in say you're a real estate agent and you do $500,000 of commissions, mm -hmm. right? Real estate's hopping right now, really good prices. You're making money as a real estate agent. Well, 500,000, what tax bracket are you in? tax break you in 30 depends on your state let's say plus state 30 let's say 40 okay 40%. so 40 all right so you're looking at uh, you're looking at two hundred thousand dollars of taxes right mm -hmm. so the simple math in this scenario is would you rather pay the two hundred thousand dollars of taxes or would you rather reduce that and actually put some of those dollars into your own retirement savings retirement readiness account so that's kind of, you know, question number one, anybody listening, do you want to pay taxes or do you want to save for retirement? Now, you may already be doing certain things with after-tax dollars, but there's no graph that exists where you take, you take at, at a 40% at a all-in tax bracket, there's no graph that exists with, that shows you putting in after-tax dollars into an, an 401k type investment account. There's no way you put after-tax dollars in and beat pre-tax dollars, right? That math does not ever outweigh the idea of putting in pre-tax dollars and letting it compound tax deferred until you take it out in retirement 59 and a half. If you say, well, I'm gonna take after-tax dollars and put it into real estate. Well, that's fine. That's, a, that's a apples and oranges. But if you're talking about, I'm putting money into the market and you're saying I've got after-tax dollars and I'm gonna put those dollars in, it, the two, the two, it's not a good decision. It's a better decision to put one of these types of plans in place and be able to maximize your pre-tax opportunity. So you're doing just, just rough budget. You're doing $500,000, you're paying $200,000 in taxes, and you've got $300,000 of, of opportunity to grow your lifestyle. You, you invest in some real estate, you have pre-tax or after-tax dollars you're putting into some sort of fund or, or you know an investment account. So what we're saying is your budget's not going to change that much as a, as a real estate agent solopreneur. What we're saying is that you've got the opportunity to take some of those tax dollars and then put that in here. And that's really the, the question of, well, I, if I do that, then you know, it's going to cost me money. 
Well, it's really not because you're already paying those taxes. And, and I've never seen a situation where the IRS refunds you money because you didn't take advantage of an opportunity that's right there on the table for you, right? Sure. You ever seen anybody get a refund for that? Not yet. Not really, no. So that's where we want to come from first. So other people other than real estate agents, if you're a lawyer, uh, if you're an attorney, doctor, and another another good example is somebody who's in a, a 1099 sales kind of situation where you're selling, you're representing a couple of different lines of business, whatever that looks like, and you've got a 1099 and you're filing in the K-1 under your own LLC, then you ha- almost have to pay attention to this. Otherwise, you are voluntarily paying more in taxes than you ever should based on the rules and, and the opportunities that are available to you through this kind of, of pre-tax savings plan. It takes a couple of steps though. You have to set up a 401k, which is easy peasy. It's, it's easy. It just kind of right out of the box, set up a 401k, put the paperwork together. You may already have one. You may already have one. You would add in a profit sharing piece, right? And that's kind of a sit on top of the 401k. And those are defined contribution type plans. Now, listen, if you're going to go down this road and you don't want to pay taxes and you want to put money away, you're going to have to learn some of the tech terminology. You're going to have to learn some of the rules. You're going to have to learn some of these things, but you're not doing this. You have an administrator. You hire somebody to do that for you. And that's a, that's a cost of business. That's a, that's a part of that. A couple thousand dollars a year at most for, yeah. for a solo plan compared to what you're able to put away in the compound interest and the improvement of a a pre-tax investment, it's it's extremely efficient from a cost standpoint. And then you set up the mutual funds within your your fund menu and you put the dollars in whatever type of investment lineup that you want. And so there's, there's a very small outlay of energy and attention on your part to be able to put this in place and have that opportunity available to you. And then there's a second thing which you talked about, which is the defined benefit opportunity. Defined contribution is 401k and the profit sharing 401k. And then you have the defined benefit piece, which that that's a little, there's some nuance there, but that's where you get the big upside and it's a, a really good opportunity to consider. So right. walk through, walk through the defined benefit piece and kind of give some of the examples of how that really can and really take you into that next savings tier. Okay. So many people are familiar with pension plans, probably just in passing. You've heard of them before. Maybe your grandparents or parents had a pension, had a defined benefit plan available to them. They used to be the only thing that was available prior to the 80s when the 401k was invented and is now the predominant retirement vehicle. But pension plans can make sense for the right fit. It's not not as a Swiss army knife as the 401k is. 401k can fit into almost anything. They're fairly cheap. You know, they're everyone, almost everyone should have a 401k. The pension plan I mentioned, you gotta have the right demographics. You gotta have the right numbers and it's gotta make sense. You've gotta have the willingness to uh, save all this money. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, then they are more expensive than a defined contribution plan, and mm-hmm. it's not worth it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for the tax deduction, you're looking for a way to save some money going to Uncle Sam and instead going into your retirement benefit, that's when the pension plan makes sense. 
So what ends up happening is you have the actuaries, you've got a firm behind the scenes that's doing all the calculations. They're valuing, they're looking at your census from the previous year. They want to see how much money your employees and you made, and then they'll do the calculations. And what you will get is you'll get a benefit statement. You and everybody that's part of the plan will get a benefit statement that says, okay, at retirement, this pension plan will pay you X dollars per year. Now, in reality, when we get to retirement or we get to termination from the company, it's likely just going to be a lump sum mm -hmm. that people are going to get. You're used to that with your 401k, with your IRA. Uh, you can just roll it over. Mm -hmm. It's you know tax deferred money. It's qualified mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. It can go into an IRA. So it's not this big, big, enormous thing that just becomes a burden. Mm -hmm. People will leave as they do, and they take their rollover, and then they're out of the plan. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of just managing, okay, we've got our defined benefit piece. We know what that's worth to us on a annual basis, mm -hmm. on a future value basis. But we also have the simplicity of here's your lump sum, here's your present value that you can take with you, uh, not just the participants, but the employer as well. If they sell the company, they, you know, leave the company, mm -hmm. they transition mm -hmm. out, mm -hmm. they can take that money, roll it over into an IRA. And it was a way for you to really supercharge that savings into mm -hmm. your retirement benefits. Mm -hmm. So, you know, looking at the percentages that you're able to save above the 401k by itself, by tacking on this layered approach of adding in a profit sharing and then adding in the cash balance above that, I mean, you're looking at anywhere between 700 to 1500% increased savings from what you're able to do just within a 401k. So it's a really powerful tool that a lot of people don't even know exist. We've mm -hmm. had plenty of conversations with people. Yeah. Wait, I can save how much? And mm -hmm. it's a tax deduction. Yep. So it, it, it's a great story to be able to share. And it's a great tool to be able to implement again, when it makes sense. So if you're considering this, you know, maybe we've roughly described your firm, your employee demographics, you're somebody who's looking for tax deductions or additional retirement savings, give us a call. I mean, reach out to us. We, this is a, it's a pretty easy process mm -hmm. to get the proposal, take a look at some rough numbers and just see what opportunities are out there for you. Yeah. And Martin, that was talking about the, so it's a shoe in the idea is a shoe in for somebody that's, you know, you, you have to have, you know, enough income, right. Hitting your, your K one, you have to have to have enough income to be able to number one, set up your budget. Right. And that's where we go back to the three wins. You say, well, how do I know that I actually have enough money to do this? Well, if you're making $300,000 and your lifestyle's 200 after you pay taxes, you're probably not have any you know, money left to save for retirement. We don't encourage you to stay that way. So there's some other adjustments you need to make there. But if you are bringing in a certain amount of, of revenue in, in that $500,000 or more example, especially if you're a solo operator, solopreneur, or maybe you have one or two employees, the, the idea is that you work through what we call the, the shareholder win. All right. What's my lifestyle? What are my savings goals? And then you move into the key leader or, or sorry, the company win. You say, well, here's what I'm bringing in on an annual basis. Here are my expenses. 
right? Doing five hundred thousand dollars worth of business in free. What are the things you're paying for in, in as deductions from your taxes, from business expenses, operating costs, whatever that looks like? And then you say, all right, well, here's what my pre-tax net income looks like, right? And that's that's part of you know taking the time to figure that out and, and to look at that. Your accountant, your bookkeeper, CPA can help you with that. And then you stop and say, well, do I want to pay the taxes on this pre-tax income? And if you don't, which I hope you say, I don't want to pay the taxes. It's not that you don't want to pay the taxes. We believe in paying everybody's fair share. But the idea is that if you can do something more efficiently saving for retirement and there is a tax, there is tax flexibility. And that's really all this is. You still have to pay the taxes when you retire and when you start taking the money out, you've got to pay the taxes, then it's regular income. So if you want to defer those taxes and not pay them now, then what you do is simply put these different plans together and you run the number based on your age, based on your income, based on if you have any employees or not. Um, if you don't, it's an easy decision. If you do, then there's a, there's a, you know, you might have to pay a benefit into their accounts, which is fine too. It's a, it's a good thing to do in order to, you know, see what your, your benefit would be. And we run all those numbers and we put it out there. So if you're not, if you've never heard of this, that's, that's problem number one. And you need to make sure you research it and find out more about it. Number two, uh, if you've never run the numbers, run the numbers, see what they look like. And number three, if you, especially if you are older, and you have considerable income, your lifestyle expenses are less, maybe you've got kids that are out of college, you know, off the, off the payroll, and you want to be able to catch up for retirement. So there's one example here we have on the sheet. You can look at that. If you're 60 years old, you can put up to $352,000. These are current numbers. Right. And there's some other factors that we would have to put into the into the model to make sure that that, that number is solid. But just using rough, just using rough numbers, estimate numbers, you're 60 years old, you can you can put away three hundred and twenty or three hundred fifty two thousand dollars a year. Then it, it, depending on what your lifestyle needs are, if you haven't, you know, you're earning money and you have another source of income, there's just different ways of 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 doing your financial plan and take advantage of this. And it really is a great, it really is a great opportunity. Um, so if you have any, if you have any questions, please look in the, 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 the notes section for this chart or one very similar to it. You'll find our website there. If you want to ask some questions, my contact information is, is on the page. Matt's as well. We'd love to walk through it with you. And, and if you already have an advisor, you already have somebody that's that's handling these things for you, go to them with the idea. They can do it. They can do it. Go to them with the idea and say, hey, I heard about this idea and, and you know, I want to check something out. Uh, and if they don't know how to do it, then, then they probably know somebody that does or you can call us. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate the opportunity to share this valuable tool and opportunity with you. It really is a great thing. And if it's available to you, you might as well use it. So again, the Three Wins podcast with Legacy Advisory Partners. My name is Russ Clemmer. This is Matt Joins. We appreciate you being with us.